0: Hallelujah, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Memorial Day. Some know it as Decoration Day. Because on this day, we remember the men and women who have died while serving the United States Armed Forces. On this weekend, the graves of military men and women are decorated with miniature American flags. We honor these men and women who fought and served, giving their lives that we can have freedom in this country. War is a horrible and gruesome thing, and it caused the lives of so many. In our country, it is estimated that 25,000 soldiers died in the Revolutionary War, with a total of 50,000 casualties. In the Civil War, it is estimated that 655,000 soldiers died to get the freedoms that we know in the USA today, with a total of 1,031,881 casualties in the Civil War alone. And in order to stop Hitler and the Third Reich from having... Having, from taking over the world, it cost um, it cost four hundred five thousand three hundred and ninety nine American lives, with a total of one million seventy six thousand two hundred and forty five casualties, and this list goes on. Not, not counting all of the brave men and women who have given their lives in Vietnam, Korea, Afghanistan, Iraq, and it just goes on and on. So many men and women gave their all so that we can have freedom. It is good and right, and it is the least that we can do, to say thank you. This is a country that owes its very existence to the lives of the soldiers that died, got injured, those that survived, and won the battles that got us where we are today. Their sacrifice is our freedom, our very nation. The United States of America is a great country, in part because of their sacrifice. But there is a greater country, than the United States of America. John is given a revelation of the greatest nation. After every nation and the entire earth passes away, John writes Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth have passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem It shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more. For the former things have passed away. Then came one of the angels, saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain, And he showed me the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And it says that this city, it has no need of sun or no need of moon to shine, for the glory of God is its light. Its lamp is the lamb. This holy city, this holy nation, it is the church. It is the bride of Christ who is the son of the living God. And there is not one soldier who died to make this nation what it is. It is true, however, that many men and women died as martyrs because they would not renounce this glorious place, nor would they renounce the one person, the one God-man who died to make them a member of this holy nation. You see, this nation, this holy city, was purchased by Jesus Christ, the Son of God and the Son of the Virgin Mary. He was the only one who was faithful and true. And, it would, and he was the only one who had what it would take to gain the true freedom that the citizens of heaven enjoy. No one could earn heaven for themselves or for their neighbor except for the sinless Son of God. In Ephesians 5, Paul shares with us what it cost. Jesus, to earn us this citizenship. Ephesians 5 reads, Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself. And notice the language here. It's just like the language of what John saw. He Jesus, by washing with water and the word and baptism, presents the church to himself without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she would be holy and she is without blemish. Jesus laid down his life unto death and was raised because of his sinless sacrifice. And now he calls men and women from every nation by his word and spirit in the waters of baptism where he washes us and makes us holy. He makes us blameless. He makes us this nation, his bride. Jesus died so that even his enemies could be forgiven. And made into Christians who enjoy the freedoms that he paid for. He did it all. In our gospel lesson today you see an illustration of this point. Here we see Jesus approaching a man. Who had thought that if he could meet the angels in the water he would be whole again. He thought that part of his healing was came from his work. If I can just get there, local legend of the time stated that an angel came down and stirred the pool of Bethesda. And if you touched the water at just the right point, then you would be healed of whatever was ailing Ill- you. If you look in the picture that, that today, I couldn't get the whole picture, but you see over the water the, uh, an angel coming down. This was to share the local legend. And by this pool, our gospel says that there was a multitude of invalids, blind, lame, paralyzed. They were all hoping to be partakers of a miracle if their timing was right. With this scene in place, Jesus comes, and he approaches a man who had been an invalid for 38 years. Jesus saw him and asked him, Do you want to be healed? And the sick man answered him in this way, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred. And when I am going to try to step down, another steps down before me. And Jesus said to him, Get up. Take your bed and walk. And at once the man was healed. And he took up his bed and walked. Now that day was a Sabbath. Jesus came to this man and he spoke to him. And his word brought about the man's recovery. This man did nothing to earn his recovery. Or the freedom that was given to him. Jesus' body. Jesus' body, not this man's body, Jesus' body would become immobile and lifeless on the cross so that this man could pick up his mat and walk. Jesus would be under great distress. He would be sweating drops of blood in the Garden of Gethsemane so that this man could understand true rest the true rest of the sabbath. And if we want to if we were to read on we would see that Jesus would later reveal himself as the Christ to this man. Jesus frees him from his sin making this man a city of the new Jerusalem. Jesus would do everything and this man would do nothing. Jesus would give everything so that this man could be a city of the greatest nation of all. And in our reading from Acts, we see another example of how we were brought into this holy nation, this new Jerusalem. God sent his apostle Paul to a group of women by a lake. And one of these women was named Lydia. And through her listening, her receiving of God's word through the mouth of the apostle, it said the Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what Paul said. And after she was baptized and her whole household as well, she gave thanks by serving Paul and his companions. I said that this illustration echoes our experience as well because God has sent other citizens of his kingdom to us with the message of the apostle. Perhaps it was a mom or dad, a grandma or a grandpa, a pastor, a Christian friend. But these citizens of the nation of Israel, they brought us the words of the apostle Paul themselves. By grace you have been saved. God so loved the world, the Apostle John. We heard their word and the Holy Spirit opened our hearts to understand the scripture. And by great God's grace, we have believed and we were brought to the waters of holy baptism, just like Lydia and her family. And in these waters, Jesus has personally washed us, as we heard in Ephesians 5, And he has made us a city of his holy nation. The point is, Jesus does it all. Some of us in this room today have served in the military. And some have served among people who gave the ultimate sacrifice for for the freedoms that we enjoy. We owe a great debt to those people. And we should enjoy our freedoms in a spirit of responsibility, respect, and thankfulness. For we know the freedoms that we enjoy in the United States of America was earned by other people. The men and women who gave their lives should be remembered. The United States is a great nation, but it is nothing compared to the greatest nation. Some people may wonder uh, well, back in the old sanctuary, I ended up uh, taking the American flag out of the sanctuary, and I didn't put it in, in this sanctuary either. And the reason is this when you come into the sanctuary, the church, this is a place where people from all nations are one nation, uh, they're the true nation of God. And we, in this sanctuary today, we may be members of the United States of America, but we're a part of something even greater. The United States of America will pass away, just like every other nation and country. But one nation will remain, the greatest nation, the holy nation of God. And that nation's freedom from the enemies of sin, death, and the devil was earned by the death of one soldier, Jesus, the Christ, the Son of the living God. And every time we partake of his body and blood in the sacrament of the altar, we participate in a memorial day, so to speak, a remembrance of his death for our freedom. And we give thanksgiving that Jesus not only laid down his life, as a soldier, but he took it up again and rose on the third day. He not only fought the enemies of sin, death, and the powers of the devil, he not only fought them to the death, he rose from the dead, leaving those enemies defeated forever. And after the last person is washed by him with water and the word, He will return and he will bring with him his new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven full of glory and radiance. And on that day we will begin to praise him without end. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.